Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. Welcome to the PM Collective Podcast. Today, you guys are in for a real treat. We are shaking things up a bit with a random sales podcast, but this isn't just any sales podcast. Today, I am going to introduce to you two very special people. First of all, I have Vanessa Nasso. Now, she is going to be my co-host today, and she is known on Instagram as the Perth Property Girl. And while she has been working in real estate for only just a few years, she has this year started making waves as she transitions from sales assistant PA into a full-time sales rep position. And our guest is a real special one. Alessia Sheglover. She is director of Dasha Real Estate in Dubai. She has an amazing social media presence, especially on Instagram, where her branding includes fashion, real estate, motivation, and lifestyle. Now, she nearly has over tw- nearly has over twenty five thousand followers, and she is definitely one to watch if you want to see someone in real estate doing personal branding really, really well. Now, before we get started, I just want to make a quick brief mention of some sponsors that support PM Collective and the real estate industry and allow us to create this positive community for the property management world. Now, these wonderful sponsors are West Coast Property Training, Asset Reports, OnTap Plumbing, Response Electrical, SGUA Insurance and Long Reach Recruitment. So a massive thank you to you all and thanks, Alessia and Vanessa, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. No problems. Let's start off by kicking off with how is the Dubai market going? I think that since 2020, in many cities and countries in the world, the real estate market boomed. And I remember when uh, the lockdown initially happened in the summer of 2020, or April it was, everybody was saying that Dubai real estate market is done that it's going to be a ghost town, and we were we were locked down in uh, April. So, of course, I was also scared as a realtor. I have my own business with 50 people, and I'm like, oh, my God, what is going to happen? But then as soon as they opened up in May, the complete opposite happened, and I feel like nobody could even envision this happening. The luxury properties are just flying off the shelves. Before, the luxury property market in Dubai was quite stagnant. Like, you would sell an expensive villa once in a while, but now... Many super expensive properties are trading daily. Is it international buyers or who are you finding buying? Uh, well, Dubai is such a mixed uh, place in terms of nationalities. They have o- only 30% of the Dubai population is actually Emiratis and the rest is people from all over the world. So a lot of Europeans started coming to Dubai, which is also new for us. Uh, of course, we had Europeans before, but now we have an influx also because I think of what's happening with the lockdowns and restrictions in Europe. So uh, we've got a lot of Europeans, of course, people from India and Pakistan were number one buyers uh, during all the years of Dubai, and of course, Middle East, so everywhere. I wouldn't say much from Australia or Canada or US. I think we're still quite far from them, and I think Dubai still has a 
different perception in people's minds in America and in Canada. But people who are closer to us, let's say, you know, seven-hour flight, etc., they, they love Dubai, they've come here for holidays, and now with the pandemic, uh, they started buying here as well. Yeah, because I guess from an, being an Australian, we sort of see Dubai as a very transit place. Like, Dubai is where you go when you want to cross over um, and just be transit over to Europe. Yeah, exactly. But people who actually do come here on holidays uh, or have friends and family here, we have a, a huge uh, British population here. Uh, they know about Dubai and, and they do like to settle here, especially all the earnings that you earn in Dubai are tax-free, of course, unless your country says otherwise. So uh, people really like to come and uh, you know earn money here, but also enjoy the lifestyle because Dubai has to offer everything, an amazing business side of things, but also beaches, entertainment, restaurants. So it's kind of like Las Vegas of the Middle East. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, Alessia, I have a social media question for you. Um, what is your favorite social media platform to use? Well, two years ago, uh, I started with Instagram, mm-hmm. and I was such a private person, and uh, one of my mentors was like, you have to start social media, and he really inspired me, so I did open up, and uh, things just like blew off from there. So Instagram is my preference, to answer your question, because that's the first thing I started, I love that you can share lengthy posts, but you can also share videos, stories, and I've seen such a change in branding for my company and myself. People recognize me. People want to come work for my company because they've seen me and they feel like they're connected. They know know what kind of person I am, what kind of manager I am, etc. So honestly, it's the best thing I've done for, for my business. And it sounds so silly, I guess, because my Instagram is very like, lifestyle as well it's not just business 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 yes um and sometimes i joke and sometimes i share my views etc but i feel like that uh, connected me to people and uh, definitely I, I tell all the brokers that come work with us that this is the first thing they need to start to position themselves within the industry i have enjoyed following your instagram page actually i love what you're doing there and when you said that you were private before how do you decide on how open you'll be on your instagram because I'm, I'm a bit the same i'm always worried about how much to share about my personal life so what would your tip be there uh take baby steps <laughs> a lot of people don't like talking on camera uh they're shy etc but if you start slow and every week or whatever just go out of your comfort zone a little bit like i never imagined that i would record a video of myself talking i never imagined doing mm. an instagram live i was terrified because the first time i've done an instagram live i think i had four four people watching <laughs> never look at the numbers don't look that you have only i don't know 300 followers 400 followers or how many people are watching just keep on doing it and your audience will grow organically and you will become better at it organically as well so yes. I, I just took it as a hobby, just something fun. If I post something on my story or, or something that doesn't go well and people react to it badly, you can always delete it. You know, True. you're not a celebrity. It doesn't matter. It's so <laughs> trial and error. <laughs> and uh, that's it. And just step out of your comfort zone and don't be shy because people, oh, and you will get so much positive feedback. Like, considering that I've been doing it for so long, I had very neg- very little negativity my audience it was always positive so actually you you are you will grow as a person you will feel more confident 
And that's what happened to me. I was quite shy. I was reserved. But yeah, being on social media and, have, and seeing how people react to me in a positive way gave me confidence. And as far as sharing your personal life, um, as opposed to, you know, mixing in your personal life, how much of that do you like to do? Because I've noticed you do a little bit, but... I think whatever you're comfortable with, yeah. and at the same time, what you're focusing your, your channel on, right, your mm-hmm. Instagram on. Because if I start, like, showing how I cook breakfast or how I apply my makeup, I'm going to lose audience. Yes. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes, I understand. Like, I, I do a little bit because I know some people want to see. Some people ask me, like, what is my morning routine? What is uh, What cosmetics do I use and things like that? But overall, I, I do what, what I like, which, of course, is business. And I, 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 I talk about business because that's my target. That's why I am on Instagram. Mm. And uh, honestly, it's, it's about your own personal preference. I think too much of, let's say, showing my baby or so cute my baby's doing this like might get boring for people because you know they're not my family it's not your audience yes so i I throw in a little bit to show that i'm a mother to show that i do things outside of work but maybe not too much not to bore my audience yes but of course i make mistakes so i can't i can't tell you i can't say that what i'm doing is perfect or it's right i I just go with my gut yeah that's a good tip and i think as well like with my instagram it's really important not just to do a boring um do boring posts all the time with just property for sale, property for rent, the whole time it's good to capture your other interests like you have with fashion and motivation and lifestyle. So that's really important, I think, for people starting out. I think if people want to go and look at property listings, uh, they will open the property portal, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But on Instagram, people are there to see pretty pictures, to connect with people. It's social media, right? It's like I feel like Facebook and Instagram became, um, how can I say uh, th- there's a lot of advertising, right? Like, yeah. But people don't open Instagram to look at advertising. They open it to see people's lives. So definitely, if you're a realtor, you need to... I think you need to have maybe only 30% of actual property posts. And when you do a property post, make it interactive. Show your face. Like, say how much you love a kitchen. You know what I mean? Do a video tour, but not just post uh, pictures of a property without you being in them. That's just my opinion. Yeah, no, no, I like that. I think that would gain you more, yeah. Yeah, I like that because at the end of the day, I've always said to to people that Soko Realty, which is what I own, we could be the best real estate agent in the world, but if people don't like me and me as a person, they're not going to use me. So it's really important to show yourself as a person and humanise the process. Exactly. All righty. So next question for you. Um, do you have a scheduler that you use for your scheduling of your um, social media or do you just do it ad hoc? <laughs> Honestly, I'm like the least organized person, which is not my good trait. I wish I was more organized. So even in terms of like my calendars, I keep everything in my mind, which is not good, but I think, you know, I get practice with my memory. So with social media, I never use a scheduler and I don't... Because for me, it's more of a hobby. I don't put pressure on myself to post, let's say, every day or every three days. I just go with the flow and with my gut instinct. I, I write, how can I say? And this is not the best advice, by the way. No. If you do want to be better, for sure, um, you need to schedule it. But I'm just telling you what I do. I, uh, Whenever I have a nice picture or, for example, if I feel good today, I'll take a nice photo. And then I will write a post um, in terms of what I feel like talking about. So uh, sometimes I don't post for two weeks. 
but I aim to post once a week on my actual uh, you know, the post, but stories I do daily. Like There's never a time when I don't do stories. And uh, it has worked for me. And even videos, sometimes when I feel like doing a video, I will do a video. But actual advice should be that, oh, the important advice is that you should post quality and not quantity. So if you're going to do random posts just for the sake of doing posts, better not to do it. Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't post like daily because every piece of my content, if you see, it's always very informative and lengthy. It's not just my picture and a motivational quote. You know what I mean? So, um, oh, I love my, that because uh, I was just going to say I I work yeah. the very much the same as you. I don't have a schedule and I just do it as I want to. But and it's all in my mind of what I'm going to post next. But mm-hmm. I always feel um, like I have to do something every day. But I love the fact that you keep your stories more active um, and then only post quality on your feed. I think that's a really really mm-hmm. important tip for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, isn't it? Um, so with but your, like I said, that's just for me. But maybe to grow your Instagram, maybe you do need to post more. But always think of quality versus quantity for sure. Perfect. Yeah, good tip. With your photos, Alessia, do you have a ph- photographer that takes your photos, or do you, um, you know, we have this fantasy in our minds that you've got a full time photographer following you around, <laughs> or do you um, take your photos with your phone like like we do? <laughs> I hate that word, by the way, but just in general, is hire a photographer one day and take photos. And I usually do like three outfits just because I'm limited in time. But you can take photos in like, I don't know, 10 outfits. And then you're going to have so many different photos Mm -hmm. that you can just use for like three months. I still use photos that I took maybe two years ago. So um, I do have professional photos for sure that are just in my folders. And, you know, when you do a photo shoot, the pose is always different. So it might be the same outfit, but different poses that you can reuse. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes, of course, I use my iPhone, and iPhone photography is very good nowadays. Uh, we also have an in-house photographer who, do that, who does properties and stuff for us. So sometimes she takes a picture of me, but definitely nobody following me around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you burst our bubble. You burst our bubble. <laughs> was going to be one of my goals after I'm speaking to you that if Alicia's got a full-time photographer that's what I need next <laughs> no but just co- collaborate with photographers in your area you know some people will do even free shoots and just have a bunch of pictures in your phone and then and then you can even write content and then post uh, you know whenever you, you, by the way the picture and the text don't even have to match right so yes. just pretty picture and anything you want to say and try to post yeah, at least once a week yeah, perfect, excellent. Um, now, Dasha, it's Dasha, isn't it? Dasha? Dasha? Real estate? Dasha, yeah, Dasha. Excellent. You guys <laughs> look like you have a really amazing staff culture there, and I follow, I've follow. i been following your Instagram for a long time. Uh, tell me more about how you guys make this work so well and the rewards that you have in your office. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalised service with a smile. 
the vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. Uh, also, you know what I say, women are very intuitive and I, I'm very intuitive, so I always go with my gut. Even like when it comes to incentives for staff, I really try to you know, understand what the person likes. So when, when I speak to a person, the person mentions that, for example, she wants a Gucci bag or a suit, it, it just stays in my mind and whenever it's time to give incentives, it's always from my heart. So I actually like love my team and I care for my team as my family. And I think that shows in, uh, in the culture and in the way people feel in the work environment. And of course, it took time. Uh, I started in the company in 2008, which is 13 years ago. And maybe we were 10 people, including all the uh, support staff. Now we're 60 people. We've changed offices uh, three times in that time. And, uh, you know, you live and learn. Of course, I made mistakes, etc. But now I feel like the, the company is such a well-oiled machine the culture just happens naturally, the way I treat all the people, the support staff, the, uh, the agents, and everybody who comes to us from other real estate companies, they're so happy, they're like, wow, we finally found a place where we come to work to earn money, but also to enjoy and have fun. Well, if you're giving out Gucci bags last year, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you what differentiates a superstar realtor to a mediocre one. What do you see makes someone stand out? Uh, you know, I love this question because what I've seen in the past few years is that people who come to Dubai, who are brand new to Dubai, who sometimes are brand new to the real estate industry, end up doing better than seasoned realtors who've been in Dubai for five years, ten years. And for me, that's inspiring. For me, it shows that if you truly have the hunger, the work ethic, you can make anything happen. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, uh, a great realtor doesn't think of the commission, doesn't think of the money. They just want to get the deals done. They think of this more as a, as a game, like, uh, you know, they're collecting bonus points and they're also very customer service centric. They want to help their clients. They want to get the deals done. And the commission is something that already is a byproduct. Uh, they, they love their work. They don't think of going to the office as, oh my God, I have to go to work. They actually love it. They don't want to take days off. They're so enthusiastic. They love what they're selling. It, really, everything just comes from the heart. Mm, I and, agree. Uh, so, some brokers who are just like, you know, we're just hoping, oh, I can't wait to close a big deal. Oh, I have to go to the office. I'm so tired. They're the ones who don't do well. You need to truly love what you do. Yeah, I agree. I think when you have a true passion, it shines through. Yeah. And do you have a rental department or are you sales only? So we, we have both. And uh, in January 2020, we expanded to a second office. So we have... Now two offices of 4,000 square feet, wow. uh, one in the same building. <laughs> so one office is uh, leasing only, so we have 40 agents who are doing leasing. And the other office is sales, uh, and currently we have around 30 agents who are doing sales. And how are you enjoying the, so, so, the, so the leasing, is, is that a new site, a new department then, as of last year? No, we've always done leasing. Oh. But now we just expanded and really subdivided the teams. 
So for sure, leasing is a, it's a great way for brokers who are new to the industry to start, to learn. So because obviously leasing is very high, uh, fast paced, you get to meet uh, landlords, you get to meet investors who in the future are going to become your clients when you start doing sales. So we've always done leasing. It's, uh, it's good like bread and butter income. And sales is all already like obviously profit and uh, <laughs> all the good stuff. And, and what three tips do you have for real estate agents that are new to the industry? Uh, don't chase the money. Focus on the process. By the process, I mean the basics of the job, which in Dubai starts with getting your listings, uh, uh, creating great customer service for your buyers, sellers, all your clients, and uh, staying focused. Give yourself some time. Don't think that you're going to become an overnight millionaire. Sometimes it might take you a year to really understand what's happening and to start earning good money. So be patient with yourself, but trust that being on this journey will result in great things and will give you success that you desire. Actually, one thing that I forgot to um, to ask you, because you've just come back from the beautiful Maldives, haven't you, last week? Yes, <laughs> it looked lovely. Um, the, and and I can see that you do like you do treat yourself and a family to short breaks. So do you work like for from a personal point of view? Do you say to yourself, "I'm going to you know work my guts out for six weeks, and then you reward yourself with that break"? Do you actually have a, a personal um, goal or plan surrounding that? I will tell you a secret. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Being in Maldives the past five days was actually so stressful for me. I couldn't wait to get back to work. Uh, <laughs> I, like a, I had a moment where I realized I'm happiest in my work environment. Wow. So for me, like going on holiday is not even like a bonus. It's just that, of course, I want to spend time with my family and I know I need to recharge, but it's not something that I look to. We had a long break, this is why I left, a long break in Dubai, the office was closed for, I eat holidays, um, and for me it's like stressful, I'm like, oh my god, we're losing five days of business. <laughs> so it's, that's spoken like a true real estate so, agent, I think we all worry when we go on holidays because we all do love um, love being at work, but it's important to have those little breaks as well. Is that is that? Do you have anything else that you treat yourself to as a little personal reward then? Uh, so I know some people say that work, uh, you know, seven days a week. I don't do that. Fridays here, Friday and Saturday is a day off. I take it as a day off to recharge. I think it's very important. So, of course, by Thursday, which is our last working day, I'm quite exhausted. And on Friday, Saturday, I just recharge. Uh, I can go to the spa. I love doing the fitness. And, of course, we do some short staycations, which is a reward for me. But it's not planned. Whenever there's a public holiday, we might go. Whenever we feel like... You know, we want some family time, we will go. So in terms of rewards, honestly, I'm, I'm so happy with my life in terms of work-life balance. So it's just pause. Of course, I treat myself to shopping, but um, nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like we all do. Um, well, thank you for joining us today. It's been really, really great to hear from sort of other real estate agents 
And I'm very much um, with my podcast about learning from each other and the collaboration. And it's really, um, it's really insightful just to see how. So, from my point of view, I, I you know, envy your your social media, and I, I love watching it. And it, and it's good just sort of to know um, to humanise that, but also to. Um, to have the confidence that, you know, what Vanessa and I are doing, we're on the right track with, you know, what, what our aim is as well. And just um, that whole, yeah, collaborating and learning from each other is really lovely. So I think that's a lot of listeners that are going to get a lot of value from listening to you as well. So thank you for jumping on. It's, um, it's been really great for us. Yeah, thank you, Alessia. I've loved it. And to uh, thank you so much for having me. And to learn more about Alicia and her brand, head over to her Instagram and follow her. It's Alicia Sheglover, and follow Dasha Real Estate as well for some more inspiration. Because I've really loved how you've separated the real estate um, social media with real estate stuff, and really branded your stuff um, with a bit of work, but also that bit of personal. So um, an excellent account to follow. Thank you so much for the compliment and nothing makes me happier than hearing people in this industry say that they love what I do because that's what keeps me going and keeps me motivated to continue. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank you. On Tap Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than on-tap plumbing and gas.